My dearest, sweet, darling, beloved angel, I pray you receive this letter well. Please know that I am not abandoning you, but only parting ways for a time. New York has become overrun with hack street vendors shilling low-quality street meats. They have no pride in their hot dogs, often adding fillers such as the street chowder. Rat innards, I feel as though the profession that I have proudly inherited has become lost to the people here. It seems as though there are no concessioneers left here that I can mark as colleague, so I find myself once again filling out a place and out of time. I've set my ambitions elsewhere. I hear there is golden California, enough for anyone who has the grit and determination. As you well know, where there is gold, there will be miners, and miners are among the hungriest lot I have ever encountered. I feel glory calling me, one hot dog at a time, though the thought of Parting with you weighs heavy on my heart. I plan on making a name for myself in California. Once I'm settled, I will send for you. Please understand and forgive me for my suddenness. I knew that if I saw your sweet face when I delivered the news, I would never be able to leave forever yours. Thaddeus, August 1871. My dear sweet Thaddeus, since you left your letter downstairs, I have not been able to leave my bedroom for some time. I discovered it some two weeks after you left. Needless to say, this stressed me greatly to not have an explanation of your absence. And while I admit I am still vexed, I am also greatly relieved to be able to take down the missing posters of you that currently line the streets of Brooklyn. I do understand why you have left. And while I miss you dearly, I encourage you to follow your heart. I know there has been a great dream bursting from your bosom since you first begun serving your wares during the Great War. True, I have fought a deep emptiness ever since you left me this past August. Again and again I have recounted your plan. I know it is my ongoing bout of what the Swedes have called a roadside that has prevented you from asking me to join you in this initial journey, for we cannot afford to replace another wagon if the effects of my disorder continue as they have. I do daily grow better and better, however, and this brings me hope. You are my dearest, and I count the hours until you send word that you are in California and ready for me to set out to you. I pray you find success in your mission to bring your purest form of the hot dog to California coast. Many kisses, Dolores. My dearest, I dance with joy that you still call me yours. I too count the hours, though I fear there may be many more of them to tally due to recent unfortunate developments. The plan had progressed just as I had hoped all the way to Kansas City, or so I had thought as fate would have it. I, in fact, missed Kansas City altogether. The original plan was, of course, to head to California territory by way of mid-Missouri, but I did not take into account that Nugget's rear driver's side leg is three inches shorter than the others, which steered me significantly off course in hindsight, making me feel like a horse's hind in myself. 
myself, I now realize I should have set my horse at seventeen nautical degrees northward to compensate for his deformed limb. I calculate I am now 141 miles off course. The territory in which I now find myself is lawless, wild, and somewhat terrifying, a massive series of mining camps and with no sheriff to oversee any civilized behaviors. Bullets are flying around at such a rapid pace the smiths can't keep up here, and I have not yet been able to acquire any to use my own defense. I'm making do with the bits of dried sausage still remaining from my time in Brooklyn. So far, I've avoided seven attempts upon my life, killed three men with muskets, sausages, and self-defense, and injured some thirty-eight more. I would move on with haste, but to add to my woes, my concession wagon was rear-ended in a, an egregious accident, and the driver of the wagon was not made good on his promise to pay for the repairs. There is a town some... 20 miles from here, which employs a lawyer. His name is Hershew, and he has agreed to take on my cause, though the courts there are backed up for some weeks. I must also ask this young man for advice on his strategies in marketing himself, for the name of Hershew seems to be printed upon nearly every surface here, and his name is known to all in the territory. So I will make the best of my time here, sleeping with my sausage-loaded musket, and praying I am not killed before my case is settled and my wagon repaired. I comfort myself with thoughts of you, sweet, sweet Dolores. Thaddeus. Dear Thaddeus, I am troubled to hear of your woes, and I pray and think of you often. My dysentery has nearly subsided, and I no longer have need to change my petticoats hourly. Oh. This has freed up much of my time, since it is no longer devoted to laundering stained girdles. While I am quite embarrassed to admit it, I am confident these letters will reach your eyes only, that I may share such mortifying details of my distress. I have begun attending more garden parties thrown by my mother's friends. Interestingly, these gatherings have been renamed in lieu of a local obsession with a Brit sport called Croquet. While I care not for the sport, I seem to have some aptitude for it, and my mother has insisted I take lessons from a young man who tutors in it. It is merely a pastime, but the distraction does help take away the sting of your absence, so I've agreed to take these lessons. Dolores. Circumstances here are still dangerous, to be sure. Still, I find my perceptions have changed of this curious land. An enormously intriguing hope fills the dusty air. I have begun questing for my plans for California. I asked the local manure scooper where I might find a tasty treat, and he had no reply. This spells enormous opportunity for me. The miners here sustain themselves mostly on hard tack, dried meats, and rodent crisps that are not only sour-tasting, but a detriment to one's teeth and general health. I left Brooklyn with a dream in my heart. A cart full of hot dogs. And I've now nearly sold them all. I've also obtained on the road a treat which has gained popularity in Chicago. And is previously unknown this far south called Cracker Jacks. The miners go wild for it. They've begun to call me the Pickler. Which confused me at first didn't quite understand why they referenced me with this unsettling title, as pickling is an entirely different process than what I practice. I deal only in highly processed meats. 
Then the local boys explained to me it's due more to my use of muskets, sausages, and showdowns, which I now find quite amusing. Thankfully, the attacks are lessening as my reputation grows for both delicious and deadly meats. Hershey's case has nearly found its resolution and the wagon repairs have already been completed. Still, I must find myself staying longer than I had anticipated to explore the possibilities here. Ya pickler. <laughs> Thaddeus. Dearest Thaddeus, I'm quite taken aback at your recent developments. I know it is not my place to question your plans, but I fear for your safety, and this territory seems a far cry from the hope of California. I do my best to trust your ambitions are well placed. My leakages have completely abated, and I have thrown myself into croquet to fill my time in lonely heart. I now take lessons twice daily, and Regibald says I'm quite possibly his most promising student. I'm quite good now. Yours, Dolores. My most enticing Dolores, I understand your frustrations with your bow, and of course I've made no secret of my hopes to convert these vexations into an altogether abandonment of this sorry flapdoodle. You already know how satisfactory I am in those private sessions in which I've tutored you, and I'm not ashamed of my blush in speaking of it. Your croquet is progressing quite beautifully, and you cannot deny that your affections are as well. This letter is to let you know that I am here when the time comes for you to move on. I shall wait as long as you need. Yours, Regibald. My magnificent betrothed, dear, loving, sweet, sweet Dolores, I am contented to hear you have something to fill your time, and overjoyed that you no longer suffer from the, well, you know. I miss you more than ever, and while I know that I did not say the same, I know you feel it as well, and it only troubles your heart too much to write of it. I have adapted to this land quicker than I ever could have thought. I still sleep with a hand on the dogs, and another upon my musket to protect both my meat tube merchandise and my very soul. But I have friends now, and an excited customer base. My position in the territory has led me to greater depths of ingenuity than I previously thought possible of myself. Let me give you an example. The miners often spend their days underground. To get the hot dogs down to them, I've fashioned a cannon which I can aim down the tubes that lead to various shafts with adjustable velocities varying according to distance and time of day. Then there was the issue of payment, since of course they are down there, and I am up here. An idea came to me after I was shot at one day. I believe the attempt on my life was orchestrated by one of the rodent crispy vendors. I believe as soon as I discover whom it was, they will be getting a visit from the pickler. Anyway, the gun which fired at me is only readily available device which can propel something from down to up rather quickly. I have hereby de developed a crude system in which the customers pay me by shooting their loose change back up at me with their rifles. My register is a wooden shield that collects the gunpowder fueled payments of coins or bits of silver. One day, one of the boys fired a hot dog back up as a prank before I had a chance to raise my shield. 
then I took a dog straight to the face. I admit it was quite a sight to see the flaming sausage coming at me with such momentous velocity. The impact was regrettable, but fortunately I had a I had a bottle of sweet tomato sauce with which to extinguish the flame upon my face. Oh, these rowdy boys, how they've grown on me. I also muse upon the fact I have indeed found the gold I once set out for in the form of gold tooth, which I have found in the chat. I have enclosed this. Sell it for what you can, and I hope you will share a laugh with me about it across these many miles. Enclosed is a dollar and 37 cents. The tooth and a sliver of my hot dog shield to serve as a memento of me. The P.S. My left eyebrow has already grown back, and hopefully next we meet, my limb shall not be nearly invisible. Uh, P. P.S. Post postscript, as you know. Uh, who is this Regibald? A uh, post post postscript. Uh, kiss hug, kiss hug, kiss hug, kiss hug, my sweet, sweet baby sugar dumpkin lumpkin. Thaddeus. Your exploits are certainly nothing short of impressive. Are you ever going to get back on the road to California? I threw the tooth away. Regible agrees with me that it is disgusting. The tutoring sessions with him are going well, often extending for some hours. He says I'm nearly ready to actually hold the mallet. Impatiently yours, Dolores. Dear Thad, while we may not be formally acquainted, I'm sure we know of each other. I'm here to let you know that I am taking excellent care of your lady while you are hot-dogging in the south. Heard you took one to the face. I admit that I too was amused to hear of it. And I'm sure your other endeavors are equally as adept. I'm soon to become head of the croquet league that is forming in these parts. This should lead to sizable compensation for which I will not require a shield to receive, and I'm more than happy to buy your Dolores as many new petticoats as she needs. Don't tally too long down there in Zinc County. You might miss something important back up here in Brooklyn. Yours affectionately, Regible. P.S. You write like a crazy person. What is wrong with you? Dear, dearest, angelic, tender, sweet, 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 loving, dearest of my lady life. I am officially known as the Concessions King here in this territory. There's rumor of the settlements on the side of the river being combined with Murphysburg on the other side to form an official township. Because of my growing influence, I believe there's a strong chance of them naming it McFargelsburg. Perhaps it's time to discuss sending you down here rather than California. I'm slightly alarmed at your tone in the previous letter. You know I am a worrisome man, and our severe proximity troubles me further. Perhaps it is only my habit mind, but I feel as if your sentiments are waning. Please, my love, send me beautiful words that show me you feel as I do. Your incredibly devoted and upstanding beau, Thaddeus. Postscript. Did you happen to mention my hot dog in the face incident to Ridgebolt? Concerning how quiet I've kept about it, the repercussions of your embarrassing illness, I find myself shocked that you do not share the same discretion. Dearest Reggie, 
Perhaps I am misreading the situation, but I believe I have detected some notes of sarcasm in your letter and find myself confused as to why you are writing me at all. Some might consider it a threat and even a downright insult. Also, under the guise of tutoring, it feels as if perhaps you are aiming for different goals than improving my fiancé's croquet skills. Please quiet my misgivings and let me know that your intentions with my lady are pure, so you need it. Wake up. You need wake up one day to find the pickler standing over you with no recourse. Yours. That is. Dear hot dog face. We both know how this ends. Stay with your precious meats and miners. Leave the girl to me. I promise to buy her some street meat if your absence should ever darken her mood. Doesn't seem it has. Lovingly, Regibald. Dear Regibert, the pickler is coming. Affectionately, Thaddeus. Stop handling your sausages and come on up here. Bring it. Devoted. Regibald. To the Secret Society of United States Concessioners, Brooklyn, New York chapter, to whom it may concern friends and colleagues, you all well know our unbreakable bond. I now call upon you to handle a rather delicate matter as indelicately as you see fit. This matter is a certain Regibald Jones, apparently something of a croquet star. Such a thing could said to be exist. Mistaken what most would say is too far too much too far interest in my betrothed. You know what to do. Just to be said, here's a lift of actions to take. And make sure you take us and sell it as street meat. Member 318, Grand Concessions, Emperor of the Midwest Region, Thaddeus Bartholomew Clark McFargo. Dolores, I regret to inform you that I no longer tutor. Also, you should probably take up another pastime because your aim with the mullet is awful. I'm heading to California to start a croquet there, as regrettable circumstances have changed my course. Best, Regibald. Dear, sweet, handsome man of my life, after some thought and a recent opening in my schedule, the thought of moving to your Joplin is perhaps more appealing than I once thought. I'm packing up and preparing to head your way, counting the hours once again until we're together. Forever yours, adoring you, Dolores. Dearest Dolores, I am overjoyed to hear you've come to your senses. What may I ask? Change your mind, so suddenly. I now have a fleet of hot dog wagons, fifteen men under my employ, affectionately called the Pickler Boys. I have begun building a modest home here in anticipation of your arrival. There is a nice plot of land in the south side of town. Happy we can call it a town this booming. Joplin. 
I am even going to add a second structure in which we can park our houses and host our guests, such as Regibald, the man who I know, of course, has been a dear friend to you and never more than a friend whatsoever, which I have no doubt, no doubt at all, should he desire to come to you and visit, I'd love to chat with him and see if he has indeed the caliber of croquet balls he has played. Counting the minutes until you arrive, devoted Fatty is.